Welcome to Parent Talk Podcast, the podcast for busy parents, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks to make parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Becca U. Lewis. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of Parent Talk, Everything Parenting and More. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle Five, mom of two, and I'm, of course, with my co-host, Becca U. Lewis. Hi, Becca. Hi, it's Becca, the co-host of Parent Talk and also of Mom of Two. We're excited for another opportunity to learn and grow with our children today. Let's welcome another wonderful guest to help us do that. Yes, so today we're talking about how to help children set goals to build independence with Jenny Chu. So Jenny is a teacher, an educator, a founder of Ready to Set Goals, and a mom of three. So hi, Jenny, and welcome to Parent Talk Podcast. Hi, Genevieve and Becca. Um, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited about being a part of this family in your Parent Talk series, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yes, we are too. So let's do it. Let's dive into today's topic. So um, how do we begin to teach kids to set goals? Well, I guess the very first thing that's most important is your child has to have the right attitude and the right mindset to know that they can set goals. And um, to do that, they have to learn about something called the growth mindset. And um, this terminology or this this, um, idea is coined by a professor and psychologist by the name of Carol Dweck. Um, And she's amazing. And, um, you know, check her out. Um, But Growth mindset is a kind of a big idea, but to sum it up, um, give you two key takeaways with it. The first idea is growth mindset is to understand that you have the ability to know that you're constantly changing and that your minds and brains are constantly growing. So with that, knowing that you're always learning, you're always changing, and with practice, um, our talents and skills and knowledge can be developed. So nothing's ever fixed. There's always continuum of learning, continuum of motivation, continuum of setting goals. So having them understand that really gives them that confidence um, and that sense of thinking to make them achieve their goal setting. And I would say the second thing, even before your child can understand it, is that you have to understand it as a parent. So as parents, um, you know, you have to have that growth mindset first and foster that attitude and be the role model. I like to use the analogy of, you know, a plane ride, which we all miss dearly. But, um, you know, before takeoff, there's always the airplane safety we talk about. And they always say to make sure, you know, when there's an emergency um, with the oxygen mask, you have to put on first before you put on your child. And I think that's kind of a really good um, kind of analogy to show that when you want your child to become something and to, you know, improve and learn and set goals, you as a parent has to foster that first. So having that mindset, having that confidence and becoming that kind of parent, and then having your kids see that, that's the very first step to setting goals. That's really awesome. And I think that's a really important thing for, I think, everyone to keep in mind. Um, What should we keep in mind as parents when we're setting goals with our children? So I would say once they have that mindset to know that they can do this and that, you know, you're there for them to support, um, we want to keep the goals very simple. And we use the acronym SMART goals. And I'm sure, um, you know, adults alike have heard of this. 
And what's really funny is that a lot of the skills I talk about and teach, um, you know, we as parents learn and go, this is really, really great. And, you know, if kids learn these things when they're younger, it'd be so much better for them in terms of motivation and growth. So that's why I, I'm in a sense, a lot of things I talk about is really relevant to adults. And if we reframe it a little bit and focus those skill sets onto our children, they will be so much more successful and less stressful and less anxious about life. And um, I think it's really helpful for that. So for example, SMART goals, most of us know, it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So let me just quickly walk you through each one just to give you an idea what it is, it's a little bit overwhelming. But the very first thing is whenever we set a goal, we wanna be very specific. Right. We don't want to tell our kids, you know, got to have a clean room. Let's work on having a clean room. Okay, let's reframe it. Okay, how about let's work on putting away all your books um, onto the bookshelf at the end of every evening. So another one, instead of, you know, let's work harder in school. I want you to work harder. I want you to do well. Great. But that's not really going to help anything. Maybe reframe it to say, okay, in math class you know, with the homework assignments that you do, make sure that whenever you have a word problem, go back, check each question, make sure you have a complete sentence to answer your question. So let's work on that for this week. Every time you have math, let's work on this. So when you have something very specific, they know exactly what they need to do. It's not vague. So that's specific. Um, measurable. Measurable is always good because we know we want to know we want to see results. We want to be visual. We want to quantify. So, for example, uh, let's just say, okay, so let's you know let's work on your room again. Okay, so all the books must be on the shelf. So not just one book, two books left on the floor. Zero books. There will be zero books. Okay, so that they see there's no other book there. That's when they know they've accomplished. Like, mom, I did it. There's zero books on the floor. Um, Lego pieces, right? <laughs> You know, put your Lego away. I did, mom. Well, no, there's some over there and there's some over there. But, you know, again, okay, let's make sure that every single piece of your Lego, you know, can be challenging sometimes, that I can visually see is no longer there on the floor. It's either on the shelf or in your bin, right? So measurable, something they can visually see. That's really important. Um, moving on to attainable. Uh, you want to have a goal that they can actually do, okay? If you're telling them to put all their clothes away into their, you know, shelf and closet, but their closet, um, you know, their shelving is really high up, they can't even reach to put the clothes away, then, you know, how are they supposed to clean up their room? Um, so even with studies, you know, they can't get perfect on a score if they're averaging 50%. So it's like, okay, let's work on just getting, you know, instead of getting, you know, instead of getting a perfect mark, which is what we're not aiming for, let's work on progress. So you wanna set goals that are progression. So we want to scaffold. We want to have little simple steps to reach a goal. We don't want it to be too far-fetched. Relevant are, are now um, very similar to attainable. Um, you know, they have to be appropriate to the age. So goals aren't lofty. And I think with the younger children, I think what's really important is they can focus on not necessarily goals, but tasks. So a task can be a goal for younger kids. Floss your teeth. <laughs> right? That's a goal. It's a task and a goal. So with the younger kids, we call them goals, but they're really like stuff you want them to do. Drink more water, right? Um, 
children who are a little bit older, maybe some reading goals, right? So um, as they get older, they can be more goals that's more educational. But when they're young, it's really like putting stuff away. That's the goal. And then of course, time bounds. Um, you wanna look forward to a finish line. You wanna have them have a sense of accomplishment. When something's done, you can cheer and move on to the next one. Um, so always have a specific time period. So as, as I said, um, with the younger kids, maybe something like, let's work on something for one week, seven days. Let's see how we do. Let's keep a checklist. Let's set this goal for seven days to do this, this, this within this amount of time. And we're going to know that you've done it when we can measure it to whatever the measurable goal you set. So yeah, quite long-winded, but kind of gives you an idea of how to kind of reframe to set a goal. Okay. 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 So, um, don't then at what age should we introduce goal setting? Because I, I, I've kind of heard different age group as you're talking here, right? Yeah, at any age when they're ready. So when you can communicate with them, um, they can talk back. Um, any age, even when they're like little, when they're one or two, um, they might not be able to talk back. But what your manner and your demeanor is like? Let's work on putting things away. Do the cleanup song together. Um, you know, so working on tasks when they're younger, a task is ultimately like a goal. And as they get older, you know, that could be a little bit more self-driven where you teach them about the SMART goals, you help set them up, work with them alongside and then help them reach it. And as they get older, they can set their own SMART goals. Mm -hmm. Great. And now um, when, when should Sorry, I'm thinking, should, should we reward kids when they achieve goals? You know, some of the goals sound really small, like go floss your teeth and then do they get a reward for it? Is that something we, we want to reward them for or what should we do when um, a, a child achieves a goal? Yeah, so that's always a good question. And the parents, a lot of parents ask about that. And I would say yes and no. <laughs> the easiest answer is always. Um, we want to celebrate a win, right? We want to have that, you know, hurrah, hooray, you've done it. Um, and even if they don't finish their goal or don't quite complete it as the way they really wanted to, we still want to emphasize and, and celebrate because the whole focus is we want to celebrate the progress, the fact that you've tried, the fact that you're working on it. Um, and we want to instill that to set that habit of wanting to, um, you know, work towards something. It's that motivation. So I would say, you know, it's great to offer a little treat or a small reward at the end. Um, you know, and what that means is, you know, you can, you know, go for ice cream, um, you know, have 10 more minutes of playground time when they're younger. Um, in the middle of the week, let's do a movie night for the kids who are slightly older. So, um, you know, those are rewards that are, are great. And what I want to emphasize with rewards is I want to mention that they should be value added rather than monetary value. So stick to rewards that benefit the whole family Um, to allow them more time for bonding and playing and connecting. Um, don't give them a toy, for example, or more allowance, increase their allowance if they do something. Um, because that kind of motivation is um, extrinsic. We want intrinsic motivation. We want them to celebrate the process and realize, hey, this was actually not so bad to do every day, putting away the Lego pieces or, or reading 10 minutes a day. Um, this is doable. This is great. And with the intrinsic motivation, having that reward at the end kind of contradicts itself because they're looking forward to the end. And what we want to work on is 
celebrating the progress and the process. Mm-hmm. So rewards are fine as long as they're not too materialistic. Um, it's not always an object they receive. It's more about, you know, a value added kind of benefit to the family. I like what you say about um, having it, have the, the reward impact the whole family. Something we've been doing in my, uh, in my household is that we all, we're all going to have to finish to eat. Otherwise we cannot do X, Y, Z. So they're all both motivated to finish the task. So my two child are actually um, encouraging each other of doing it because we're doing it together. So that's something that's been working for me and my family and my age group. Like my age group right now, I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, right? But uh, we all need to, need to do it, do it, do it. After this, we're going to go and watch a movie with, that's what we like to do at night, right? But we have to finish to do certain things. Often it's eating everything that's in their plate. Uh, I put an immeasurable amount of food and I know it's for sure going to be eaten. And if they want more, it's a bonus. But I like this uh, to... Uh, to make it work for the full family. I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, it's actually really fun to see the whole family set a goal. So even us as parents, we can set our own smart goals so we can do it as a family. So, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, we as adults and parents, we, we think of, Oh, it's December 31st, January 1st, we've got to set a new year's resolution to do something. And of course, you know, by week two, it's like, okay, never mind, <laughs> right? But, um, you know, what if we all did it as a family and set small goals and we all work on achieving it and celebrating the win, celebrating the progress? And I think that would have a really, really good effect on everyone in the family. And it not only does it help them achieve their goal, it really brings out that sense of connection and communication, which is key um, to kind of foster when they're at a younger age, because as they get older, you want them to, you know, communicate and connect on a regular basis. So it's almost like a two in one, you get to set goals, get your stuff done, but then also connect and, and, um, you know, bond with the family. So it's great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, okay. Apart from achieving the goal. So what else do they learn when they set goals? Oh, they learn so much. Um, really bringing that growth mindset together. So having that growth mindset, knowing that they can do things, um, you know, learning about the importance of progress rather than the end result is really important in life. Whether it's study habits in school, um, to doing a sport, to working on playing an instrument or doing a craft um, in life, it's so important to understand that, you know, you're always learning And by setting goals for yourself, you're always continuously learning. It's a continuum and you're always learning to improve. Setting goals also keeps you organized, um, keeps you focused on something. Um, Children are really resilient and they can do a lot, sometimes too much, (laughs) and they don't know where to begin. So by having, you know, that goal setting mindset um, really helps them kind of steer their direction to work on something and do well in it. And then move on to something else. So rather than having, you know, 10,000 things on their plate, let's focus on small steps and small goals. So it really keeps them organized. Um, It keeps them in a kind of a planning and organized mindset, which is really good for school in the long run. Um, Motivation, right? Right now, we as parents are the motivators. But as you learn to set goals for themselves, as they get older, they become motivated themselves. And that builds independence. So with all these kind of um, that one skill set of setting a goal, there's just so much they can learn 
um, you know, creating the habits. And it's not just for school and for family, it's for life, it's for, you know, organized sports, being involved with the community. So the goals can be about anything. So they learn all this good stuff from doing something very simple. So I think it's just so beneficial for students and families and children and everyone else to learn about it. So would you recommend to write it down? I know I'm a big art family here. So if let's say if we do a goal with the New Year's Eve or a resolution or a goal, I feel like in my family it would work really well to actually have the kids like make an art project with it, put it on the fridge, having it there. I'm sure if like this week is this, you know, maybe we don't want to do a big, big foot, big like art project. I mean, it's a lot of time sometimes to do this. I know I'm very busy. Sometimes it's hard to sit down and do it. Let's say when it's like, I wouldn't do this every week. That's what I'm saying. But if it's something that's a long-term goal, is it something you would recommend? Yeah, for sure. And actually what, um, what is most effective actually is writing down the goals. Um, when I say smart goals, there's actually five elements to it. And to be able to come up with a statement with all five elements, just like that and remember it, I would say is impossible. Um, it does need a bit of thinking and uh, brainstorming. So what I do um, with my students and also with my kids, I actually have I'm a mom of three. So I have a six-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a going on 14-year-old. So I have a range of different age groups and different issues <laughs> all at once. And But they all set goals. So what I do with them is I write S-M-A-R-T down the line. And there's some big blanks there. And I want them to brainstorm and think about the different things they want to work on. So, uh, for example, in the home, right? So let's focus on the home. Let's just create a smart goal with the home. So they brainstorm, have some ideas, and they just write down ideas. The little one draws. So depending on their age, they can either draw or they can write. Um, and then we learn to talk about it and we break it down and we, we have a discussion about what that is. And then from there, they create the statement or you help them create the statement. And with that, that whole process of thinking really helps make them understand the why and the how of setting a goal. It's not you as a parent going, hey, you need to do this, this, this by this time. No, 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 that's not going to work. It has to be self-driven. Little nudge from you as a parent, but mostly self-driven. So you want them to take part in the whole process. So once they have this drawing or the statement, Then what you were saying, Genevieve, about, you know, making a poster or, or writing a statement down on a board or the whiteboard at home, if you have one, or sticking it on, a, on your fridge and just remembering that. And what I also like to do with the older kids is that with the SMART goals, they frame it out so that they actually cover, you know, the, the, the specific part, the M, which is measurable. So there's like a, the quantifier and then the time frame. I like to color code it. So there's the five different things that you can see that represents every letter. So they can really know exactly what they're aiming for and it keeps them in check of what they need to do. So yeah, it's great. It has to be visual actually. It can't just be something that you think about and then stick to it because that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I see that. If you have a family of like of three like you, which different age group or gap, right? Mm -hmm. Would you recommend to have common goals or everybody has a different goal? And you can kind of put it together on a board or? I would say to have a different goal, especially with the age. Um, so for example, uh, my oldest son, um, he wants to kind of improve in his hockey. So he wanted to um, do something to strengthen himself. So 
uh, he, he talked about running. So he's actually going running. So he's made a commitment. He set a smart goal to go running three times a week, rain or shine. Well, maybe not the rainstorm we've had lately, but <laughs> rain or shine to go out for a jog for, you know, and do a 5K run. So he, he, he measured that it was going to be a 5K run. He's going to do it three times a week. He's going to um, he's going to set that goal for himself. And that's for running for my little guy. His goal was to basically work on um, he was putting away his he was cleaning his room and he does it sporadically. So I said, like, well, you just keep it consistent. Let's work on keeping your room clean for this whole week by doing this, this and that. So the books and the Lego, that's him. That was the example. <laughs> that was my son. So, you know, the books. Um, you know, the clothes and the Lego pieces. That was him. With my daughter, um, she's been, uh, you know, now that she's in grade six, that's a little bit more intense with the math, um, you know, the tests. And uh, she was struggling a little bit with, you know, how to study for a test. And we worked on, okay, let's make sure you review everything at the end of the day. Um, whether or not you have homework, just take out your math and just recall and spend 10 minutes just recalling facts. Even if you have no homework, spend 10 minutes to do that. So that's what she did. So they all had their own thing, but they still wrote out and they shared what their SMART goals were. So they all, everyone's aware of what everyone's doing. And it's, they kind of cheer each other on. It's like, did you, did you do your goal? Did you run today? And then my daughter would come look in my um, son's room and say, how's your room today? So having everyone aware of it, of what their goal is, is important. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but everyone should know what that is. So it builds family, it builds, it builds that community, the connection, that motivation for everyone. It's a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. So Jenny, we can find you on our panel of experts at parenttalk.ca. Can you tell us where we can find you? Yes. So I have a, a company called Ready to Set Goals, um, www.readytosetgoals.com. Um, you'll find lots of information about what I do. Um, I've developed courses um, to teach students about um, goal setting and how to plan and organize. I also talk about study strategies, um, but I also have blogs that I'm hopefully actively going to write more. That's my goal <laughs> to, to be writing blogs on an active basis. Um, but in my blogs, I share a lot of information such as this one uh, to families about how to um, develop the growth mindset into their home. So you can find a lot of information there. Um, I'm also uh, at Facebook and Instagram at Ready to Set Goals. So please um, follow and say hi. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, have you reach out to say hello. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that concludes today's episode. Becca and I would like to thank you, Jenny, for taking the time to be here and bringing so much value to all of us parents, helping us grow because we need to grow as a parent also. And of course, be the best parents we can be. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, um, Genevieve and Becca. And I just want to say, I love what you are doing with Parent Talk and how you have this great amount of resource and reference all pulled into this site and program. And it's so great for parents to be able to come to you to find all the information. So um, anytime I have anything, I'm always scrolling through the podcast to see what can I listen to to figure this out. So this is amazing. It's great. I'm so glad you have established this to become the way it has. Awesome. Well, we're happy to have you as a listeners also, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. We're always learning. That's the growth mindset. We never stop learning. It's always continuous. Yes, yes. So for our listeners, if you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, 
please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, on YouTube now at Parent Talk TV. And of course, you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you see any value in this podcast with Uh, any parents that you know or any families that you know so we're inviting you to share it on your social media or directly to them as we all know parenting can be hard so it's important to laugh uh, keep learning cherish your village and be true to yourself so thank you for joining us today and have a great week bye the views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of parent talk and should not be considered as fact The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner. Thank you.